0: Jenny Selkeld, and welcome to the Widows That Wine Together podcast. Today's topic is going to be a discussion regarding what to do with your wedding ring after your loved one passes. And I have a few widow friends of mine that are going to be joining here and to provide their respective experiences um, and the decisions and the timing of when they removed their wedding rings. Because we certainly understand that this is a very personal decision. Um, as you all know, who those of you who are on this path, there is no playbook, and it's going to be a decision that when you're ready um, to to do that, it could be early on, it could be taking a, a couple years. However, it might however long it might be, what I've always said is you do you, um, you do what's best in your own interest, um, regardless of what anyone else has to say, and so you're going to hear different stories because this is one aspect um, that I do believe is very transformative um, because the wedding ring and and that circular aspect of the wedding ring is internal. It's infinite. It's a symbol of the love and it's the things that we self reflect on when we go through that process of um, taking that ring on, off and on. And however it might be um, some of us, May have had triggers such as myself. Uh, early on, it was just a couple of weeks after my husband had passed. I had gone to Home Depot and was asking one of the clerks there some questions, and the clerk said, "And of course, no fault of her own, because I had the ring on." Um, she said, "You know, why don't you check with your husband and see what he has to say?" And I had to pause for a minute and and say, "Well, I'm a widow." And I'll never forget, I um, ran out of that Home Depot all the way to my car and just cried and cried and cried. Um, and it was just more of, you know, you're at that stage, you're, it's the reality that you're in, but almost that it's that acceptance you're having to then accept, yeah, he's not here and I have that ring on, it gives that the optics to those around me that I'm married. And so that's when I really started to, to self reflect on that and make some decisions. And you're going to hear some of our guests today talk about when you're moving it, the ring from one finger to another. I moved it, or from the right hand, left hand to the right hand, and that's what I did. I kind of started in stages, moving my ring to my right hand, um, and went through that. And I and I still do have it on. It's my anniversary ring because um, my husband had given it to me. Little did we know that it was going to be one of the last gifts uh, before he passed. Uh, He passed in September of 2021. And that uh, July, two months prior, he had gotten me an anniversary ring that we'd been talking about forever. And that symbol is that symbol. um, I still use it and, and have it on me only because of that closeness to him, that connection to him the story that we have, that symbolizes the family that we built. Um, and it was beautiful. I mean, he, he got me a ring that was the band with diamonds that I always wanted and and we worked hard for. And so, um, I do still wear it. So that's my own personal story, but for a lot of you, it's, it's going to be unique. Some do, um, Wear it and, and or or use it and repurpose it for other reasons. Um, you know, turn it into taking those diamonds into earrings, necklaces, and so forth. And then some of them do pass it on as an heirloom to family. Um, you know, you may have a, a daughter or granddaughter or grandson to give to them to the fiance or however it might be. Again, it's whatever works for you. So I hope that today's um podcast hopefully many of you walk away with something that it resonates, that you can take away hearing these different stories and the, and to highlight, do what is best for you. Um, it is a tough decision. It is a symbol of, of then of that decision-making process that is also part of your new beginning and um, be hopeful um, about the future. Um, this is just one of those decisions. So hopefully it helps. And if you have any questions, please reach out to me or any, as I always say, any ideas for future podcasts, please let me know. Thank you so much for listening. Well, hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining today. Uh, This is a, a topic that I think will resonate with many of us on this grief journey and today we've got a few um, fellow friends here that uh, will offer their perspectives, um, given their particular experiences, because certainly there's not um, a right or wrong answer at what time, you know, you decide to, um, you know, remove your wedding ring, because um, for many of us that that wedding ring symbolizes the love and and the the life that we had with with our loved one. And certainly it's different stages and, and how would our work and us moving forward um, and making those decisions and what that means. And so I'd like to introduce um, if, who's here today and who will be in the, part of this conversation. So I'll start off with Aaron. if you can give a little bit of background
1: of, of yourself and how long it's been for you and, and just kind of introduce yourself and we'll go around. Thanks so much for having me, Jenny. My name is Erin Hinty. I am from Minnesota, the Twin Cities area. Um, I, my husband, Andy, died suddenly in a work accident in July, 2015. And I am a widowed mom with three kids who are now 23, um, 16 and 13.
0: Thank you, Erin and Rebecca.
2: Good morning. Um, I lost my husband to the COVID virus in December of 2020. So it's been two years, nine months and 11 days, I think. Um, it's become kind of easy for me to figure out that math. I don't know why, but it just comes off kind of easy. But, uh, I'm a mom and I'm also a grandma and my 28 year old just had twins a couple weeks ago. And I have a, another daughter who's 24 and another who's 20.
0: Thank you, Rebecca.
2: And Sue? Hi, Jenny. Thanks for
3: having me. My name is Sue Hall and I have been a widow for four and a half years. I have um, two kids who were 10 and 14 when Mark had a heart attack and died suddenly. It was a widowmaker, maker. Um, and I live in Southern California.
4: Thank you.
0: And Carolyn?
4: Hi. Thanks for having me, Jenny. Carolyn Malenko, Southern California lost my dear husband in may twenty third twenty fifteen uh, that dreaded disease mesothelioma, which is caused by asbestos exposure, which he had forty years prior. Um, yeah, we were we were married fifty one years and um, two children, four children, five greats. Thank you all. Thank
0: you, Carolyn. All right, so, whoever wants to go first in terms of just sharing at what point, I mean, I I know there's not, you know, removing that wedding ring. And like I said earlier, just, it symbolizes a lot of of the the love, but also does it, you know, symbolize that acceptance of starting to remove it that your your loved one is gone and it's time to move forward. Maybe kind of just share your, your respective experiences. um, What got you there? I mean, was there something that, um, and just kind of like was like I said earlier that trigger that got you there, or it was just more of you thought, okay, it's time. Um, maybe kind of explain that from from your your perspectives.
4: I can share. Um, this is Carolyn, um, yeah, we had when we got married, we got matched beautiful matching gold wedding bands, and um, I remember I had <laughs> inscribed a few days before the wedding I had I went back to the jeweler and inscribed in there eternally Carolyn and for some reason when I had when he put that in there it just touched my heart so fast forward when I lost him um you know it just means so much and then on our seventh anniversary he had seven diamonds put on mine which was beautiful so um it was hard for me let's say you know that day when I don't know maybe you can identify you're just numb you're walking around your family's helping you what do we do next we prepare the service I you know I kept it on for several weeks and then of course his was removed and it was on my dresser and I don't want to make this lengthy but <laughs> I it was hard for me and I can remember the first time I had to fill out a form when I had to check the widow box I had never done that it was always miss missus and it just it shocked me when I had to check the widow box um, before, but you know what I mean, doctor's office, whatever. Status, marital status. And I looked at my wedding ring and I go, I'm still wearing it. And so it took, me, it took me several months to even remove it. And then when I did, it was just traumatic emotionally. And then I, I put it, both of our rings on a gold chain and started wearing them around my neck. But it was very hard for me because of the closeness and the love. And I feel like he's close to my heart now when I wear them. Thank
0: you. Thank you, Carolyn. It's almost like what you were sharing. It's almost like different stages, right? So, because it is, it is traumatic in its own way. And then, but, but you carried it. And that's something too, is we we continue with using, like repurposing it, right? You wore it on a chain um, until you were ready.
4: Yes, yes. And it was stages, like I'm saying, you go through those different stages of grief, but it was just hard when I finally took it off and started wearing it on my right hand and then eventually went to the chain around my neck and people comment and I said, yes, those were our rings. I wear them. I wear them. Thank you, Carolyn.
0: What about you, Erin?
1: Yeah, so um, it was a little over eight years ago. I remember that as I was wearing my wedding bands, people would ask, you know, most people at my work knew that I had lost Andy, but people out in the real world did not. And so it became like a question of like, oh, what does your husband do? What is, you know... Is I would introduce myself to people, and so I felt this like almost pressure at first of wanting to take it off because I didn't want to be asked, you know, about him, and then have to go through the whole story of of what. Um, so it was almost like I felt this pressure, expectation, and so I took it off one day. I was like, just gonna try it out. I'm gonna see how this goes, and I remember just this feeling of nakedness, like almost loneliness, and. Um, I wanted to just feel so close to him. And what I realized is my wedding ring was a symbol of that, that closeness, that love that we shared that, um, need to like, just remember him. And it was the piece that only the two of us, you know, shared together. And so I put it right back on the next day and then several months went by. And then all of a sudden one morning I woke up and I looked down at my hand And I saw my ring there and I just felt this like readiness, like I was ready to take it off and not because, um, other people, you know, it was uh, finally, I was doing it for me. I knew that like, by putting it away, I wasn't like putting, pushing him aside. I think I really, um, started to see the closeness that I felt with him in other ways in my life. Um, and also this beautiful token, I also made one for each of my kids. I had a necklace with a little bit of his ashes in it. And for even a year or two, I still continued to wear the necklace that had his ashes that kept kept him, you know, close to me as well. Um, but I just, I felt like a sense of readiness. I feel like everyone, no matter whether you're six days or six months or six years, it's a personal decision. And for me, I really wanted to feel like it was my decision and not anyone else's. But sometimes it can be painful because it is for other people a reflection that you know, you're know you married and we are like just because we're widowed doesn't mean that we're still not connected and married to the person that we once spent all the that time in love with. And so I say like, my personal being almost eight and a half years out. I'm like, we got to each do what's right for us. We each have our own unique journey, but really like tap into how it makes you feel. What are the thoughts that are coming up for you and do it because you want and know and trust that it's time to take it off or keep it on because you want to stay forever connected to your loved one. I mean, for me, I, from time to time, I'll pull it out. And now my middle daughter She goes to my jewelry box where I keep my ring and she'll pull it out and just be like, can I wear this today? And it makes me nervous because I'm afraid something's going to happen. But he and I bought these simple silver wedding bands um, whenever we were in our 20s because it's all we could afford. Um, But even so, I I find it so precious to have it close. And so I'll let her wear it around the house, um, but I won't quite let her. I'm not ready for her to take it out of the house yet but I love that she also wants to feel that connection to him as well. And it's very special to her.
4: Erin, I think that is beautiful. And I feel the same way. I mean, it's like stages and it's whenever we're right, re- whenever we're ready because I'm eight and a half years out also. And when I'm telling you, it went from my left hand to my right hand to the, to the gold chain. And those were stages. And it was like, I, there's not one day goes by that I don't think of him and so that determined my decision what that day what I was going to wear and like I'm, I'm saying it took me a while to even realize that I was a widow by checking that box because I got married at 20 and it's a yeah. long time but keeping that love close now uh but so around my neck it's just like I can still identify with you because it's it's for everyone it's different it's an emotional it's- thing I mean, not one day goes by. So that's what determines what I'm going to do that day or what I'm going to wear. I love that.
0: That connection is so important. Sue, what about you? So I I connect
3: with a lot of of what Erin said. When Mark and I got together, um, we were divided by 3,000 miles and, and the border between two countries. And so when we decided to get married at that point, Money was an issue, and we didn't really have any money for wedding rings. And so, our first wedding rings were actually given to us by his mom. She gave us her first set that she and Mark's dad had had, and his dad had passed away as well by this point. And so, that was very special because it was a piece of his family that we were kind of carrying into our relationship. And it was nice because we actually had wedding rings for our wedding day. and then as time went on, um, we got our own rings that meant something very special to us. And those are the ones that I wore for most of our 22 year marriage. When the time came to take them off, I, I kind of did what Aaron did. I, I took it off. I tried it out and it, it didn't sit well. So I put it right back on. I tried wearing it on the other hand. And finally at about the two year mark, Um, it was Valentine's Day and I noticed I had a cut on my ring finger and the ring was bothering my hands. And I'm like, well, that's a weird place to get a cut, but I had to take it off while that cut healed. And that cut took a remarkable amount of time to heal, like probably six to eight weeks. And it was just like a little tiny cut, but I could not put that ring back on um, without it bothering me. And then I noticed when it was off People stopped asking me that question. Oh, you're married. What does your husband do? And I didn't have to relive it over and over again. And I thought, you know, maybe this is his way of telling me it's time for you to take that off and move on. Now, my oldest daughter struggled quite a bit with it at first, but I think she's finally come to terms. Um, but I still take it out every now and again and put it on my finger and then I put it away again. And I hope someday, Erin, that my daughters come to me and say, mom do you mind if i wear your ring because i think that would be really special
0: thank you what about you rebecca
2: we uh, our original wedding wings rings were beautiful they had diamonds i had a beautiful engagement ring anyway so he lost his wedding ring and married or faithful to you or whatever and then um my hand, I think it was after I was going through breast cancer, my hand was swollen. So I took my ring off. I could it wouldn't fit anymore. And then um, a few years later, and I wore something else on my hand. A few years later, we bought each other white gold matching wedding bands. And they were so simple. And, clean. and we wore those for years. Years years and years and years. And I would switch out when I could fit my diamond ring to my wedding band, you know, back and forth. And um, the week before he passed away, he was in the hospital for three weeks, um, suffering and then, you know, in a coma and finally carrying his wallet, his watch from the nurses because she said, these are kind of valuable. We don't want to leave these here in the hospital. And she came out in full PPE and gave them to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and I still don't want to think he was dying, but you know, I took everything and I put his wedding band on my thumb Um, I just wanted to hold on to it for a while and, but I still wore mine. And then after he passed away, I wore it for a good solid, maybe year and a few months. So I had his band on my thumb, my band on my wedding hand. And I remember like you guys have said, and I think maybe even you, Jenny, have said I'd I'd be somewhere. I remember at an ACE hardware where I went a lot, you know, they knew us as a couple and, um, I was saying something and I'm like, I think I slipped and thought, I wonder what my husband would have thought or something like that. And and the guy said, do you want to go home and ask him and come back? And I was like, oh, I said, you know what? I'm widowed. Yeah, my rings, you know, I kind of made excuses like, oh, yeah, funny, you know, I'm widowed. I just have his ring. The guy was so nice. I'm sorry. And I just remember thinking about it like, oh, maybe maybe I shouldn't wear it anymore. I don't know. I was, it was such a confusing time. My daughter had just got married. So I bought myself as a gift, um, a blue topaz ring that is his birthstone and started wearing it on that ring. Cause I thought maybe if it's blue, <laughs> it'll look different than a wedding ring. And, um, that didn't work either. <laughs> you know, people still ask or thought, and then I just kept looking at it and it kind of made me sad, reminding me that I'm trying to fix something that is not fixable you know i'm widowed and so then i switched the thumb band and that blue topaz and diamond ring to my right hand and i've worn it there ever since so i still wear his wedding band on my thumb and the blue topaz on my right ring right hand ring finger and nothing on my left hand and it kind of came as a relief um, my girls were okay with it they understood and um oddly enough i uh kind of tried starting to date <laughs> uh a year and a half ago and the first guy i dated had been a friend of my husband's which i thought would seem safe and kind of cool and quirky we both you know loved him and he had a real big problem with me wearing that ring he's like it feels like you're holding on to something and i thought you're crazy first of all <laughs> he's gone, you know, and I took the ring off. I said, do you know what this ring represents? I said, the inside of this ring is a story. It's my life. It's my children. It's memory in sickness and health. That's what's inside this ring. It's a storybook and I'm going to wear it as long as I want to wear it. Anyway, I never saw him again. And, uh, and that's what I've been doing. I also have a necklace. That's a real pretty It uh, has kind of like a hook. A double hook on it that loops around and you can rest your ring in it so it almost looks like a big charm and then my wedding band hangs on that when I want to wear it on occasion you know depending what I want to wear and so I can wear both rings but um yeah it was all kind of like a little crash of events that happened where I decided okay I'm gonna move it and move forward but I still wear it kind of because I'm wearing his band but not mine so I might still be confused about that. I don't know, <laughs> but it, it feels right. And that's what I've been doing now. And uh, our 30 year anniversary is coming up this December of when of have married. And then, you know, the whole ring thing being three years. So I'm not sure what, what I'm going to do after this or if it's going to change again. But that's where I'm at right now. And my big wedding ring that I have, it's in my safe. And I actually have no desire to wear it at all anymore. And if one of my girls wants it or my granddaughters or something, I'd be happy to pass it along, you know if the time should come or take it apart. I don't know. I, I haven't decided yet.
0: I like what you're highly, highlighting, what all of you have highlighted. It's what's work, what works for you, right? It, it's your call, mm-hmm. your decision, and mm-hmm. what works for you. But I, I want to take it mm-hmm. back off of one of the points that you mentioned about what someone else has to say, right? And so you're saying the gentleman kind of made his comments about why you're still wearing that ring. And so I wanted to ask all of you is, mm-hmm. You're making this decision or you made this decision or in the process or however, what other people think, because I know I came across that. And like it, a lot of you have that commonality is by wearing that ring, you were getting a lot of questions, right? Your spouse, you know, go check in with your spouse, that kind of thing. So, and I've always said to to widows and, and widowers of you do you, right? You do what's best for you. Don't worry about what everyone else has to say, but we all know people always make comments, right? especially family members, right? I think the closest ones that are to you are the ones sometimes that say the most hurtful things. (laughs) And so (laughs) I maybe want to ask all of you of when you did take that off and like you're sharing that example, Rebecca, that, you know, this person saying you're still holding on to it. You know, sometimes we just say, well, that's our decision. And okay, if you don't like it, if you can't accept it, then that's fine. You can't accept it. But maybe some of you give examples if if you did come across that. Um, Because at the end of the day, those who are listening, regardless of what people's comments, criticisms, or whatever it is, or people judge, you know, people are so easy to judge in our roles, because they think either you're moving too fast, or you're doing this, or you're doing that, right, everyone's always a critic, tell me your thoughts about comments you got when those ranks came off.
3: Well, I'm a little fired up, because Rebecca, when that person said to you, I think you're holding on to something, my answer is so, no. I am holding on to something, holding on to some memories. He's not going to come back through the door and tell you to leave, mister. So you need to maybe check your ego and understand that I'm a widow. And that's a little bit different than, you know, losing your husband some other way, whether you're divorced or separated or whatever, um yes I am holding on to it because as you said it's my story it's part of my story and mm-hmm. if you accept me you accept that as part of my story so good for you for standing your ground
2: right and explain to him it's not like we I had been married a few weeks you know and even then it's like you said Jenny it's my story this is my thing there's no rules there's no rules there's no book there's no nothing for getting through this and yeah, it rep- it's 27 years plus the year we dated I mean you, you you can't just drop it all in the jewelry box and move on and there are probably some people that can but there was just no way I'm like I'm moving that over never mind the way that I lost him you know and we for me that was just you know like losing someone some suddenly that you didn't expect the day before um no yeah. goodbyes no nothing and that. It just gives me security. It, helps, it reminds me, it's a reminder sometimes. It's, it's kind of like, I mean, I have a couple of tattoos. It's like, there's a story be- behind that. There's, it's a reminder, it's a, it's a photo, it's whatever, and this ring, and it fits my thumb, you know? If it didn't fit, I wouldn't be wearing it anywhere. I thought I was gonna lose it, I wouldn't wear it on my hand either. But it fits there, It comp- you know, it looks good, and it's a reminder of everything we built together, everything we went through. And that story. Yeah. And if you're mature enough and a strong enough person, man, friend, whatever to accept that and want to move forward or, in, you know, want to hear that in support of our friendship, then you can stay in my life. Other than that. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And I, I did get mad. I was like, Oh, you're instantly in my head. I'm like, you're weird. Thank you. You know, like check. And then I was like, Oh, what am I even doing dating? But That's a different podcast. <laughs>
4: Rebecca, thanks. This is Carol. I just wanted to say that that is true. That re- represents all those years together, and I liked, uh, Rebecca, when you said the security. It gives me a sense of security. I look at that, and I go, that was our life. That That is our life. It continues. He's not here, but love goes on, and it's just such a precious thing, and thank you. Yeah, when when you said sense of security, that's really what hit me, And and let me share just for a second, too, about taking it off and family members looking at your hand and going, Oh, you know, you haven't been there people. And, you know, Jenny, we've talked about this many times people comment and they haven't been where we are. And so I can say that family members would look at my hand and maybe judge or something, but then I did go out with a widower and he totally understood because he was coming from that place of a hole in your heart. And I had it on my right hand and he totally understood. He goes, well, yeah, I've lost Mary, but love goes on. So I'm just saying, let them judge, whatever. You do what's right for you. Like Jenny said, do what's right for you and what feels right. So thank you.
0: <laughs> and you make a good, a great point, Carolyn, right? I think all of us to connecting here, we know what loss is like, right? And that certainly has shaped us and, how, and who we are now today. It is something... Yeah others just don't understand until you've been in that position, which none of us want to be in this position or what we're in, but you just don't understand. And yeah. um, and that's why I think those that are listening is just let it roll, you know, when folks say something, let it go. Don't, don't take it in. Don't, um, because you,
4: they just don't understand. Right. But, but what I'm saying is when I did go out with the widower, it was wonderful. He totally understood where someone else who hasn't been there. Right. And so it, we were on the same level. So, yeah. Thanks, Jenny. So. Yeah.
1: Aaron, do you have any thoughts there? Okay. I have so many thoughts. I think, you know, in terms of what people have said, I've sort of um, now being at eight, almost eight and a half years, I've sort of put those to the side because people don't understand you know a lot of times um and so it goes back to trusting what i need and um what is meaningful for me and i i truly believe like in the early days that symbol represents something huge and it helped us to remember that 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 ring is circular for a reason it's it represents love and it's infinite love And just because when we decide to take the ring off whenever it's right for us does not mean that that love goes away. And so when I did take off the ring, I also needed to remind myself of where I was at, you know, on my own personal journey. And someone had mentioned like buying a new ring. And I was at a really cool shop up in northern Minnesota one summer, visiting my parents' cabin. And I happened to go where these into a store where there was a lot of jewelry with stones made by Native Americans. Um, and then there was this one stone that just, I didn't know anything. I don't know what stones mean or the meaning behind them. I just was drawn to it and I put it on my finger and I could just like feel this sense of like wholeness, newness. I just like something in my mind changed and then I actually looked it up. And the the type of stone this was, was called a moonstone. And it's funny because every time I have it on, people think it's a mood ring. And I said, oh, no, if this is a mood ring, you wouldn't want to look up the color that I'm feeling right now. But the ring was so special because it means new beginnings. It means happiness. It means nurturing, unselfishness, love, hope, abundance. And I was reading this affirmation when I was looking up what that ring meant to me. And it says, I fearlessly and successfully enter this new chapter of life. And I had no idea when I picked out this ring that that is actually the meaning behind the moonstone. And I just felt so much courage, so much hope, so much like, um, you know, confidence, because I'm like, this is a new chapter and we get to choose whatever we want for it. And it doesn't mean that I'm never going to pull the wedding ring down and put it on again, because there are days where I, I have done that. Um, okay. But sometimes having those, you know, for me, it was understanding, like, how do I want to feel on this journey? And this this ring that I put on represented all of that. And it's still a ring. It still goes in a circle. It still represents infinite love of love. But not only for my late husband, but love for myself and the new, all the new things that I'm going to create on the journey ahead.
4: That's beautiful.
0: Yes, that's great. <laughs> um, so with that, and, and again, everything that you've shared collectively, which I appreciate again for anyone listening, um, hearing that from each and one each one of you. What are some maybe some closing thoughts? Maybe just some words of encouragement. Something that you may want to leave as a takeaway for someone that, to listen. Um, kind of highlighting things that you you've touched upon, but maybe just a, f- a few words of encouragement.
2: Jenny, yeah, I like I- what no, go ahead. what Aaron was Aaron just saying about um, having that. With her and what the, what the the ring meant and, and not knowing what she picked it out. I also feel like like the re- like the ring I bought. You know, it reminds me of his birthstone. Um, it's the diamonds, but it's something I got myself as a new thing, as a new widow that I bought myself. But also having his ring and wearing that with me, whether it was around my neck or anywhere, it's easy to wear on my thumb because it will not come off over my knuckle. But I kind of feel like I'm still taking him with me everywhere, you know, and even if I date again fall in love whatever happens in the future um it's still he's still with me you know it's like this little piece like hey look you're on this trip with me you know you're on this airplane ride or you're at costco with me or you're (laughs) wherever by having that band that fits that's that's could be anything you know it's just just it's just a band on my thumb kind of funkily kind of looks kind of funky, but it's cool. And so not everyone's going to go, Oh, that's a wedding band on her hand. It's just like, Nope, it's subtle. He's there with me and he's going with me and I'm at peace. I feel good. My kids are good with it. And, and, and my four-year-old granddaughter, she's tapped it before and she knows oh, that's grandpa's ring, huh? That's grandpa. Yep. It's grandpa's ring. And then I'll take it off and i she can fit like two whole fingers in it, you know, and it's a little thing between us. Um, and, and it makes me smile. It makes me feel comfortable. And, and if, and if that's good for now, that's great. And it could change in five or 10 years, but um, it's, it's one of the decisions, one of the things I've gone through since, you know, almost three years ago that I feel really good with and I'm happy with my decision and no one else can. I'm sol- I feel good enough. I know, no, no one else can change my mind about it. You know, like, this is good. This is what I'm doing. I'm comfortable. And his hand was here and now it's with me. And Um, I'm content, you know? And I think, Jenny, I would go back to what you said about um,
3: making it your decision. This is your journey. And some of the people who are closest to us, our family, our friends, our dear family and friends, don't understand. And that's okay. We don't really want them to be on this journey with us. Um, But when they say things that might be hurtful, don't take that in and let that go and make this part of your journey. And it doesn't have to be a forever thing. You can take it off and go, you know what? I'm not ready and put it back on or put it on your right hand or pull it back out after a few months or whatever it is that makes you um, a better person and on your way to being whole again. So I guess that's what I would leave people
4: with. I agree. and. Uh... Yes, taking it that's what happened with me. Taking it on, changing it, putting it on the other hand. It's your own journey. Whatever makes you feel comfortable. And don't worry about comments, just go on your own journey and you don't have to please anyone else. Just be comfortable and be kind to yourself and everyone in their own timing. Yeah, exactly what I did o what (laughs) Aaron
0: said. And Aaron, if you want to make any other closing statements as well before we close thank you
1: I appreciate just having this space to talk about these things because I know that there's others out there wondering you know if they're alone on this journey and what they should or shouldn't do I was just gonna say and this probably kind of ties into everything everyone else has already said um but I think about what, well, and actually, I think about what everyone has said so far and the reasoning behind taking off the ring. A lot of times it can be that we take it off or we remove it because we are getting the questions. And because we're getting the questions, we're feeling things (laughs) that we don't want to necessarily feel. And so it's easier to just slip it off. But when you sit and think about, what you really want and you can stand confidently and why you want it for yourself. I think that's very empowering to just say, Hey, you know what? I can, I can wear this. I can choose to share my story. I can choose to make this symbol of our love mean whatever I want it to mean. And while oftentimes it's easier to just avoid the things that other people say, by not wearing it, I would really just take a moment to like tap into it is like, what, what does this really mean to me? And am I okay with that? And am I okay with sharing this, you know, story if needed with those people who may not understand? I think there's a lot of understanding that comes in for other people and us being able to take kind of our power back and be able to share that. But also it's okay. It's okay if you don't want, to experience, you know, all those emotions because we already have enough attention, intense emotions going on. To just set it aside for a while, or only put it on at night when you're in the comfort of your home by yourself. Um, but most importantly, I'm proud of all of the ladies that are in here um, and sharing their stories and and really being able to help others decipher when or is it or isn't it the right time to take the ring off because. It's a big decision to make,
0: right. And and I think Erin, you and I have had conversations offline, kind of um, for in terms of transforming and those new beginnings, like you highlighted. I, I think fundamentally, this is just one of many things, right? We we when we go through that loss, we are transforming. We are becoming a, a different version of us of of who we once were. And so that's a transformation process, and this is just one item, right? That that wedding ring, wedding ring question that we're having to to ask, and and what we do with it, but also looking at that hope going forward of it is a new beginning. Um, and I think one of you highlighted it's we get to shape that, right? We get it's it's almost empowering in a sense that we get to define what that is, uh, and I think for those listening. It is difficult, right? You're, you're in the midst of kind of that, that questioning of what to do with that symbol of your love and, and so forth and part of that story. But it's also a, a learning process of knowing that you're transforming and you're starting a new beginning. Um, so I wanted to, to have, um, so again, I appreciate all of your time. Uh, I think what you've all shared, your stories are very personal. It's your personal journey, but those that can, you know, will hear this um, may help them a- along the way. So again, thank you so much. I appreciate your time today.
2: Thank you too, Jenny. It helps. It helps definitely to be able to share and let people know all the all the creative ways, you know, we've had to deal with this, but also just be being one with each other on these decisions and um, be, be feeling positive about it. You know, it helps so much. You're so awesome.
4: <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jen. Just the support here from everyone we know. Uh, thanks for putting this together. It's been wonderful. Of course.
0: All right. Well, thank you all. You guys have a great day. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jenny.